listening, Particles, and I'm Jane, your host. I like to hear inspiring stories for people that I barely know and share them with you, and that's what we do here. I never know how it's going to go. I never know what they're going to say, but it's always a good story. everyone. Okay, it's Jane, and I have something on my mind. Today I want to talk about about settling. And it's a topic that was really important to me because I know that delving into that particular thought and what, what where am I settling and what am I just accepting as okay was really part of the transformation in my own life. So I wanted to talk with you about it and give a couple of examples. And at the end, I will have a call to action for me and you can join in or not. So When it comes to settling, I'm talking about that thing where it's like, okay, my job's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Or when when my personal life is, you know, oh, I don't really have a lot going on, but that's okay. Or maybe if I'm reading and viewing just what shows up in my feed or on the TV and not really curating what's right for me, I call that settling. So it makes me wonder why people do that, right? Like if It can't be that hard to change, but it kind of is because it becomes a habit. But why don't people go for more? Why didn't I go for more a lot earlier? Why did I go, oh, yeah, this is all okay. Yep, it's good. And um, I turned to author Marianne Williamson, who's the author of A Course in Miracles and many other amazing books. And she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And I think that plays into it, or at least it did for me. I thought, well, if I go after that thing, what if I'm, um, what if I am great at it? Like, do I have that in me? And there's this weird fear about what will I do then? Who will I be then? And so as I started pondering this idea, I thought about the podcast example for one. So it's kind of started with me. I started training, you know, working out with a trainer, like maybe five years ago. And as I did that, that was a big change in my life. And it was not settling for where my body was at, what, you know, the fitness level that I was at and all of that. And as I did that, it sort of started to stoke a fire within me to look at other areas in my life that I was settling. And next thing you know, I really wasn't watching TV hardly at all anymore. And then next thing you know, I was um, listening to audiobooks. And then next, I was looking for more creative outlets because now I just was churning with ideas and I wanted to, you know, let that energy flow. And eventually it came to be this podcast. And um, I have to tell you, it is, it is absolutely been, and I know I've said it before, but it's like, it's one of the most exciting things in my life. It actually, it's, I think it's the nucleus within me that fires all the other things in my life. You know what I mean? It's like the nucleus, the core fuel. And 
Recently, I just hit one year, okay, one year of doing the podcast. And I took a moment to pause and I thought, do I want to keep doing this? Like, is this something I want to keep doing? Because if I wasn't doing it, I probably have 15 to 20 hours a week to do other things, right? I could work out more, I could actually have a social life. (laughs) Um, I could cultivate a lot of other interests and things like that. I could grow that lemon tree I've been talking about for a year. Okay, so I paused and took a look at that. And I was like, I don't even know who I would be without it anymore. I mean, it is such a part of the core, like I said, the nucleus of my center of who I am, that not doing it would mean, I don't know, right? So I'm going to keep doing it because not doing it doesn't sound like something that makes sense. But it definitely was part of the not settling. So then I was talking with a friend of mine, and it's kind of funny how all these conversations happened, and then it all added up into this thing. So um, follow along with me. So I was talking with a friend of mine. His work situation is getting really uncomfortable and, you know, stressful and negative, and it's just that thing where the same issues keep repeating themselves over and over again. His family is pretty, you know, has a lot of demands, and there's a lot going on in his family life. And... At the same time, like he's incredibly creative and he has all these different ideas. So every time we talk, he's like, hey, I had this idea. I'm like, oh, you should do that. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll get to that. And then next time, hey, I have these like two ideas. Oh, wow, you should do one or two of those. Like, I'll help you. Um, I'll think about it, you know. And then the thing is that that can go on our entire lives because it's not like I didn't have ideas my whole life. I just didn't actually do anything about them. And so I suggested this. I said, for one month, pick one idea, any one of the 4,000 you've given me, whichever one lights you up the most, pick that. And every free moment you have, instead of researching millions of new ideas and kind of jumping, 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 every free minute, you do something related to that idea. And at the end of one month, you will no longer tolerate a bad work situation or family people not doing what they need to do or whatever the case may be. You will be like, I can't tolerate that ever again because now I'm lit. And so that's what I think is part of settling. Like we forget that we have the power to shift that and we have to do it. It's part of what we have to do. So sorry about the paper. So then I thought about another inspiration um, in my life and her name is Jane Erbacher and she's a trainer, a podcaster. She has a podcast called Your Revolution Podcast and she is also known for being the world record holder for the most meters on a ski erg in four minutes, which is pretty amazing. Things I haven't even heard of before, didn't know that existed, but it sounds pretty cool. And Jane is obsessed with empowering people to see the best in themselves, to be able to look at themselves and go, wow, I can see that I can do that thing. So this past couple of months, she's been in the United States. So she's from Australia. She's been in the United States Um, on this thing called Project Row and Ski, where she's going around the country and helping people understand how to better use these ski erg machines. And if you don't know what they are, nor did I, I had to Google it and like do a little bit of video. (laughs) I actually had to watch a video to see how to pronounce it. Yeah, that's we do those things. So it's a way to get a full body um, workout that's similar to skiing. So you're using these cables that are like pushing the poles and you're standing up so you're doing the balance, you're shifting your weight, all of those things. But the bottom line 
is that that exercise or that machine is laying down the brain patterns, the muscle memory of how to ski better. So when you get on the get when we get out on the slopes, it's actually, you know, the performance is improved. I mean, that's what's happening. And I think it's that way with so many things in our life. Like if we go out and just start doing them in some capacity, it lays down the muscle memory and we can do it better. And it's so weird that this is all tracing back because prior to that, I was talking to a man at Backcountry Outwear, our outer gear, outdoor gear, and because I was ordering something. And he lives in Utah. And I was thinking of Melissa Hartwig, also someone I admire and follow because I just love her inspiration. She's the whole 30, part of the whole 30 team. And, um, or what do they call her? The grand mistress of the whole 30, something along those lines. But she's super inspiring and she's always hiking in Utah. And then this guy, the Utah guy, started talking about that he's a skier. And then I was saying to him like, yeah, I've never skied. I don't ever see myself doing that because my body is not designed for that. And at the moment, I'm training to run a 5K. So I bike a lot, but I've never been a runner. And I'm training to run a 5K. And in the back of my head is this thing that's saying, you've never been a runner. And maybe that's not something you're going to be able to do. And so my call to action for myself is about not settling for for that limitation. Because one of the things that um, was commented after working with Jane Erbacher was that there's this, it's intimidating to find out that what you thought was your limit is nowhere near it. And then when you realize that, it's empowering. So my call to action on not settling is going to be that as I begin to work with this new trainer tomorrow, and as I begin to push into high gear to do this run in five weeks, um, that I will not settle. I will not say that's my limit. I'm going to open up wide that my body can do all the things I want it to do as long as I'm giving it what it needs. I'm moving, I'm nourishing it with sleep and food and water and all the things it needs. And if I, be- if I do all those things, I'm going to hold the high belief and not settle for less. And so I give you that same call to action. Look in your life where you're settling for something. Pick one thing to begin with. Because once you go and and get that one turned around, just like dominoes, all the other areas of your life will start turning around. And that's exactly what I found in my own. And that's kind of the stories we hear sometimes on Glistening Particles as well. So think of your call to action. And if you feel like it, go out there and share it on the Facebook page. And that's another thing, a little other call to action on behalf of the podcast. So we have a, it's been a year. I've been talking to people for an entire year, 52 episodes, 50 people. It's been so exciting, so exciting. And so if you do love these, these shows and these conversations and even these monologues, if these are, if you're starting to dig this, please um, share, share the glistening particles links out on your social media or refer it to a friend or tell the person sitting next to you on the train or whatever it takes. In fact, we have an Uber driver who apparently is boosting all the numbers on on the show right now. So please do that. And also, if you know anybody who you think would be willing to come and share their story of following their passion, please have them reach out to me. So I'm at um, jane at glisteningparticles.com. Send me an email. I answer every email that I get. And we'll see if we have some more um, people coming on for conversations. So with that, 
Um, I'm going to go get busy on my call to action to be a runner and to do this thing that I didn't think I could. And I want to thank you again for listening and looking forward to hearing your stories. Have a great week.